Evening everyone, uh, my name is Suresh, welcome to the Hotbox Show. Um, tonight we've got a very jam-packed show, we're going to be speaking about a big bust in Brits. Mm. We're going to be talking about very dirty cops, as well as um, Fields of Green getting eco-sock status at the UN. Um, mm. So, before we get into that, can everyone just like, share, subscribe and comment in the comment section. And firstly, you want to get into what the poll is for tonight. So it's on Facebook only. It's on Facebook only. And the poll is, have you faced off with a dodgy cop? Um, one, more times than I care to remember. Or two, once or twice, but even that was too much. Three, I've never met a bad cop. Um, so please just carry on um, voting on the poll and then we'll share the results at the end of the show. I'm very keen to find out if there is a person in South Africa that exists that has not come across a bad cop. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Yeah. It's all in the we'd name like of research. To, yeah, we're going to meet that person and invite them on the show yeah. to come and stick up for the cops. 100%. Yeah. Cool, guys. So before we get into all the seriousness, let's go over to the Lang Dang Cam. Joe, Myrtle, mm -hmm. what are we up to? Dang. So now, apparently... Um, I'm keeping the seat warm for Dan tonight. Uh, unfortunately, Dan had to stay at home. We're going to see him a little bit later in our high five insert. Um, his son was exposed to COVID at school, so they have to be isolating at home. But today on our Dan Cam, we have something called Twisted Lemon Ripple. And uh, it was grown uh, in a garden near you. And uh, it comes from... Uh, seeds from the UK and the seed bank is called Pot Valley and when Jules and I were in Barcelona uh, last year in March just as Barcelona was shutting down around us we went to the last big function which was about 200 people crammed into a nightclub and uh, we were sitting across the table with this English couple and it turns out he was from Pot Valley Seeds and he gave us these seeds and so it's called Twisted Lemon Ripple, and I think it's very pretty. So now, I don't know if I can do this as well as, as, well as Dan. How is that looking? Yeah. It's pretty close. Okay, is it close? Mm. You can see it against the black background there. How's it smelling? So right? it is incredibly solid. Okay. It's very resinous. It's very, very resinous. Thick, yep. thick, thick like a rock. Mm. Dale knows because he helped to trim it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice and I'm going to give it a little bit of a smell here. And it's definitely citrus terpenes for the win. Mm. Um, I don't know about you, but I love um, I love citrus terpenes in, it in my weed. It seems to be quite a high energetic yeah. um, feeling, isn't it? So I don't know whether yeah, I'm moving this around too much, but I think that that's... Yeah. Rian's just coming over to just help me focus this bit. Okay. So I think that the proof is in the smoking thereof. Mm. While we have the dank cam uh, uh, open, I'd like to take this opportunity uh, to improve my English and try and speak properly, to introduce you to Hashman, our new mascot. <laughs> or should I say our new Hashcot? Hashcot. <laughs> <laughs> Created by Dale, right? Yeah. Dale, Dale made this that, little dude. And that twisted lemon. And he's made out of twisted lemon. Yeah. Oh, so wow. again, just to remind everybody, save your hash, whether it comes off mm. your scissors or your fingers. To me, it's quite a special thing to be able to smoke your hash at the end of the day, after a long trimming session at least. It's like smoking that trimming session. But I mean, how often do we use those hash balls, right? <laughs> like literally on well, the wall, one disappeared. How long? Mr. Hashman can exist in yeah, the I studio. I think we must make a special little place for him yeah. to, to sleep in between shows yeah. and that, you know. Yes. <laughs> so he doesn't get dusted away. I remember when I was living in England in the late 90s and we lived in this terrible squat house with this brown shag pile carpet and the amount of times we went searching for that little bit of hash in, no. the, in the brown shag pile carpet. So no. No, we won't leave you, we won't... Um, um, we won't abandon our mascot. We'll find a nice bed for Save him. Save your hashish. One day we would be publishing the adventures of Hashman. <laughs> cool, guys. Thank you so much for that. So we're going to go into a Fields of Green update. Moats is going to be giving uh, some details on that. 
And Mertz, tell us, EcoSock is not a sock made of hemp, right? <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Um, we had some really good news this week. Uh, I'm just going to open up here because uh, we actually tried a bit of the Twisted Lemon Ripple before we started the show. And I've got it all written down so that I can get it right. The United Nations Economic and Social Council Committee on Non-Governmental Organizations. So, in other words, at the United Nations, there's a committee that NGOs can belong to so that civil society gets a voice when the United Nations is making all of these international guidelines and laws and things for what they are worth. Now, soon after Jules and I went to New York in 2016 to the big ungas drug conference, we were advised to apply for this thing called ECOSOC status. So I think it was in 2017 that we first applied. And it's a big, long, laborious process. They need everything, everything about your NGO, your financials, your, your strategies, your plans, your website, and they pick it apart. And then when you first, um, when you first apply, then they acknowledge your seat and they'll say, okay, we'll get back to you in six months. <laughs> and then in six months' time, they say, get back to you and they say, oh, we need to know exactly what the difference is between all of our different members because we've got affiliates and we've got um, Green Network members. And affiliates are, are generally companies and then we've also got organizations that we associate with and how far reaching is our work and all of that sort of thing. So then you answer them and they say, thank you very much and uh, we'll get back to you in a year. <laughs> So it went on and on, but this week we heard that we finally got this ECOSOC status. And this is what it means. Uh, I'll just find it here on my phone. Uh, so the 19-member committee considers applications for consultative status and requests for reclassifications submitted by non-governmental organizations. Once an application has been reviewed and approved by the committee, it is considered recommended, re recommended for consultative status. Organizations which are going to general and special status, and this is the important bit, can attend meetings of the council, issue statements, while those with general status can also speak during meetings and propose agenda items. It also means that at the big meetings we can host side events and, if, and our big mission going forward is traditional cannabis um, and, and the rights of uh, traditional, not necessarily only rural, but the traditional use of cannabis and for it to be recognized uh, and not only medical cannabis so, and also religious use and all of that. So that will be our mission and we've got lots of support for that. And it's really amazing, and we just thought we'd share that with you. <laughs> awesome. But so, like, I mean, how many other types of cannabis NGOs out there have this status? Well, that's also another little feather in our cap, because Fields of Green for All is the only cannabis-only NGO on that whole council. What? Now. Yeah. What? In the whole world. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> not first in so, Africa or South Africa. <clears throat> The world. The, the whole yeah. planet. The like, UN. Yeah. The whole of it. And also the only organization that is also mm -hmm. in support of adult use cannabis. You know, mm -hmm. you find people kind of almost hide behind the, the, the medical thing and they have like veterans for access and all of yeah. that, you yeah. know. So um, we have always went in their guns blazing and said that we were about all everything. four platforms and everything and and mainly because we've got our mates back home in mind. And um, yeah, so. Awesome. Yeah. Exciting times for Fields of Green, eh? Yeah, yeah no, it is very exciting. I think it means quite a lot of work, but it's, it's good to keep your button on this. And you know, through, through our work at the UN, we meet amazing people. And then when these people travel to South Africa, we, we, they can come here and meet mm -hmm. everybody and we can all learn from each other, particularly people from the global south. You know, in the north there, there's, it's generally got a lot more money and all of that up there. But us in the global south, we need to stick together. 100%. Yeah. And then there was also a very interesting article in the Daily Maverick, and I'll just touch, touch on it now, about how the developments in South Africa, as far as cannabis are concerned, as well as the developments in Morocco, 
are undermining the common position on cannabis in, um, in Africa, mm. which is really, really good. So to our brothers and sisters in Morocco who are also making mm. progress with their, with their legalization, as well as many other African countries, but they singled out us and Morocco. Which was quite cool. What fun! All the all the Keef growers mm. up there in the Rift Valley and, and all of that, and we're disrupting things at the stuffy old UN. Yeah, yeah. Right. awesome. Nice, cool. Um, so we're gonna go over to Charles uh, for our Stop the Cops report. He's gonna be tuning in from Cape Town. Okay. Is he not here yet? No props. Okay. Um, let's just go over to CBDNN. Yeah. Police have uncovered more than 2.1 million rand worth of dacha and arrested four suspects. One of the men allegedly sold dacha to an undercover police officer on many different occasions. The accused Russell De Beer, his girlfriend Sinead Stain, Archibald Macaulay and Ulrik Fritz made their appearance at Brit Magistrates Court in the week after being arrested just the day before. So this is very separate to their, their last bust in 2019. Yes. Okay, fresh charges. Yeah, so according to the authority, Dhaka amounting to 2.1 million rand was found at the Beer's house um, and in his shop in, in the area. Yes, yeah. Of course, which was all known to the public. Um, so the discovery was made, they, they had an entrapment operation. Basically the police had them set up. But not just once, many, many, many times, and yeah. each of them sold cannabis so look, rate to people my numerous times. Yeah. You know, rate my stash. Is it not illegal entrapment, or is that just in the movies? You know, I'm sure it'll probably come in when it comes to their legal, you know, their, yeah. their legal team. I'm sure it will will come in. It's not as much as their last bust in 2019. They were bust with over just over 800 kilograms of weed. Sure. And, and the, the, the amount stated in street value worth, as we would call it, is actually his price that they've given to them at 15 rand a gram. Yeah, that's what, that's what the found, total amount I found that really interesting because, you know, we've always touched on, and certainly on the show, that like street value of thing. Yeah, well, you know, and you think, like, where on. did they suck that out of? You know, how did they get to it? But they, it specifically states, well, in the yeah. newspaper mm. article, yeah. um, that it was what he was selling it for. So I wonder if um, that's what they paid, yeah. I wonder if yeah. yeah, that's what they they paid mm. when they bought it from him. You know, we 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 wouldn't wish this on yeah, on anybody. Mm -mm. No. We really, really wouldn't. No but but this has got a this has got a history, and it states in the article, um, you know, Mr. De Beer and his cannabis franchise. Yeah. And we've we've got issues with franchising cannabis businesses right now. Yeah, while people are being arrested, apparently even if you have a franchise, you're going to get yourself arrested. And most of all, misusing uh, traditional healers' and names. Yes, yeah. so, you know that that is more offensive than anything. Really. Now tell me, they made bail. Yes, so they made bail. Uh, Russell himself got a hundred thousand rand bail. Okay. Sure. Yeah, it's up there. It's deep. But in comparison to what everything was worth. Yeah. Know. But just question, right? He's out on bail, getting bail. Yes. yes. At the moment, he's out on How bail. does that work? Because if you're out on bail and you break the law, you go straight to yeah. jail. Do not collect two hundred yeah, bucks. Do not hit go. His girlfriend's on ten grams. Uh, ten, ten grams. Gram. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, is on just five grand bail. Okay, but, oh, but, but he had himself in. Yeah, we yeah. had a question on one of the feeds before we started the show. Um, isn't he out on bail from the 2019 Yes. Because I remember that there was a bit of a, a twist between him and Jules because Jules asked him to come on the show and then he said no. And then, he, and then the show was all organized and he phoned Jules and said, okay, now I will come on the show. And Jules yeah. said, oh, well, sorry, it's too late, you know. But that show that um, we must dig it up, whichever episode mm. it was, we'll pu put it in the comments. Um, that show is one of the most watched Hasbuck <laughs> shows ever, the one about the Canapacks. Wasn't so, that the so, night that the, yeah. the guys from the one Canapacks franchise, the, the one guy that the black... The yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were in the outside yeah. in a parking lot or and something. Look, it's a strict bail. Um, he can't leave town, so mm -hmm. he'll have to report to the police station every mm -hmm. single Friday. 
um, all of them will have to. Yes. And as far as I know, a lot of their assets have been seized. You know, yeah. That they may have used for, for business use. I'm just yeah. amazed that they got, got, they got bail seized. whilst they are out on bail. Oh, because lucky. that's I think, unheard yeah. of. Yeah. I think that the bottom line with this case and why everybody's kind of going, I wonder how, I wonder how the the accused are feeling today, you know, mm. I'm sure it can't be very nice and whatever, and I'm, we're not make, making light of the trauma that they are going through. No. But I was speaking to Paul Michael from Schindler's this morning, and um, just p uh, picking his brain, because there was something that came up when we were speaking about clubs years ago, and he said, you know, you have to be really, really careful that what you're doing is not making fun of the law. You know, there was a rumor going around today, and I, I don't know whether it was true that Russell is telling them that it's hemp, you know. Um, I'm not sure if that's true. I haven't validated it. But there's even a Latin term for it, and I wrote it down. In fraudum legis, it's called. And, and that is making fun of the law, and the courts look, look down very strongly. Like you're searching against, for the loopholes. Yeah, you're searching for the loopholes, and ha, 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 you didn't think of this, eh, eh, um, you know. Rather than actually fighting the law, than trying to make fun of it, yeah. you know, that's when you slip up. That's when they start bringing all the big guns blazing and they take your house and your no no no, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's mm, and it's ugly, especially when it's big mocked. stakes. Mm -hmm. You know, you Nobody lose likes your farm, your car, everything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, I think mm. it's just generally all sad that people think that they can be just that clever mm. and sell this huge amount of weed in the, out in the open. Yeah. Uh, I think it's sad though, because I mean, you know, we're living in a country where jobs are pretty much non-existent. Yeah. People are struggling yeah. for money every month and like forced to sell weed. And obviously this is at a big scale, yeah. which is different. Yes. I, think how many people, I think it's a bit greedy. But how many people does he employ? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, how many people's lives are going to be affected also, negatively yeah. now if he has to close? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because now people have become dependent on earning yeah. an income through him. Yeah. 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 So he's already made himself a bit of a, a part of the it just seems so un economy. unsubtle, you know? We may <laughs> not like how he's hard. doing it, but yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. anybody. So I think June's going to be quite an interesting month with the Hayes Club case, Russell mm. now, yeah. who knows what else is going to come up. Um, they're back in court on Charles. the 9th. Oh, okay. Ah, good. We've got Charles. Do we have Charles on the line? Yeah. Cool. So Charles on the line. He's going to tell us about his Stop the Cops report. Charles, over to you. Hi, guys. Can everybody Hello. hear me and see me? Yes, yes. Hello. Welcome to the show. You're a bit Hi. fuzzy. You look like a Van Gogh painting. <laughs> Yeah, I left my, my good quality camera at home because I'm not home right now. And I didn't even know I was on the show tonight. I just tuned in and happened to hear my name. But, but here I am. Oh, well uh, done. On the ball. Spending, <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time on the phone uh, taking a red calls. And lately, um, I would say in the last two weeks, there's definitely been uh, uh, an increase in arrests. Um they haven't changed in nature. It's the same thing. Um, random people, you know, it's everything from small home growers to people with bankies in their pocket. The police just stop people, especially at roadblocks. Um, it doesn't matter how much you have. You will get nailed and you probably will go to the cells as well, it seems, nowadays. Um, right now, there's somebody in Port Elizabeth uh, who is in the cells because he posted some cannabis to a family member and Aramax found it and called the cops and he was arrested and he's in the cells right now. For, for not much, a small packet. So, so yeah, very vigilant out there, everybody. Um, doesn't matter how much cannabis you have, you will get arrested by the police. Doesn't matter if you're in a private space, they have no respect for the law, they, they'll just do it. Yeah. So do you think that it has something to do with the, with the SAPS's answering affidavit to to the Hayes Club case, because that was all over the newspapers. Yeah, Colonel Smith made the statement that private clubs are fronts for drug dens or whatever he said. Yeah. And ever since, I think his statement goes hand in hand with some kind of behind the scenes agenda. Obviously there's an increase in arrest, so somebody must have you know, initiated mm. this. I think it's that and a combination of um, 
that harvest is in for most people now. So it's not a matter of mm. them coming to rip up plants. They're just coming to help themselves to your harvest. And only yeah, a certain amount then will go into evidence and the rest, as we mm. know, mm. get straight back out on the streets and the cops pop so the money. out of interest, but I mean, over the years, like post-harvest, kind of May, June, I mean, do rest yeah. normally spike? Yeah. Okay. No, no, they have over the years. But, you know, just <coughs> listening to all of this, it feels like... Um, it feels so like such a deja vu. It, it feels like we have to keep be giving people the same advice over and over mm. again. You know, you can't be flaunting it, and you've got to. We've got to still act as if prohibition is in place. Yes. Dude, the cops are just around the corner. Prejudgment rules apply. Yeah. Prejudgment rules apply. The just cops be, don't care. Yeah. Just be streetwise, you know, and mm. just be subtle and don't go bragging all over the place, and you know. Dealing in 840 kgs of weed and selling it to the cops. Don't sell to the you cops. Know, don't sell to the cops. I mean, you shouldn't be selling more than 5, 10, 15 grams at a time. The minute, and Jules used to say this over and over again, the minute that you start selling kilograms, you are looking for trouble. It yep. will yep. find yep. you. Yep. When you start doing all these big bulk deals, mm mm mm. Yeah, don't be greedy. Yeah, the trouble starts. The bigger the purchase, the bigger the um, I recently read that in New York, they're planning on removing cannabis completely from the control of the police. Yes. So, yes. so it's yes. just a matter of time before the same will happen in South Africa yes. and all over the world. But it's hanging on and we don't know how long it will be. But uh, even if the police don't know it, uh, I think they're trying to make the best of it while they still can, because it's going to change and it will be removed from their hands. Yeah. It will. Mm. And their numbers are going to go down and they have to go out and fight real crime. That's mm. going to be the future. Yeah. That's it. And our yeah. cops are quite specifically scared of fighting our criminals because yeah. our criminals are fearless. And mm. armed I to the like hilt. stuck record because I yeah. always say the same thing. Mm. But, uh, I was just going yeah. I was just going to say, it's same old thing. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Charles, thanks so much for that. Um, You're welcome. And thank you for all the work you do at the front lines. You know, it's really stressful yeah, yeah. and it's just a horrible thing dealing with all these cop arrests and everything. So You know, it's, it's just like a stuck record. It's just the same thing over and over again. And I think you're very brave to keep going and keep smiling and keep reassuring people on the phone. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's bad for my mental health, but I love helping people. And as long as somebody's in trouble, I will be prepared to help. And that's the enjoyment I get from it, to help. Well, at least you've got your, your, your weed for your mental health. Yeah. And you've got your FAQs. People can always go to the website first and check out the FAQs. Charles has spent an amazing amount of time working on the details of those answers to make sure that they're as up-to-date as possible. Um, the FAQs, and if you so can't do that, anymore, there's a contact but, uh, sheet. working on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always constantly evolving. It's constantly in work as more questions come up and things change. Mm. Yeah, it changes almost every day. Yeah. Great. So, everyone, uh, just another reminder, please like, share, subscribe, and comment. Um, so, we're going to be going over to the next story for CBDNN. Very close, uh, same topic, police, and it's more flipping it on their side because the headline reads, Police managers lift veil on officers behaving badly across South Africa, mm -hmm. a.k.a. dirty cops. Surprise. So, police top brass on Wednesday laid bare a lack of discipline which tainted the image of SAPs during the 2020-2021 financial year. So, during that financial year, it was revealed that there were just over 4,000 cases reported involving over 5,700 members. So, basically what that means was that for every case, there was more than one cop involved. First point. Um, secondly, so that's basically approximately 11 cases a day. So every day, 365 days a year. Um, so as we know in South Africa, corruption does not take a day off ever. Mm. And just to quote this article itself, it says, of the 4,087, a total of 686 were independent police investigative directed directorate IPID related cases mm -hmm. involving 1,270 members. There are 3,400 other cases relating to corruption, irregular expenditure related cases, as well as sexual assault. 
She said of the 3,400 cases, 271 members had been suspended and 167 employees were dismissed. And of the 688 um, IPID-related cases, 12 members had been suspended while 22 were dismissed. So as we can see, all the stuff that the cops are doing to us, they're just having the same kind of mess on their side. Yeah. Um, the I think that the, the, the lesson in that is just for, for all of us who, <coughs> who operate within the grey areas of the law and, you know, fringe as activists and all of that, just keep it cool. You know, just yeah. keep it like really, really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, I think the besides the fact this is all quite alarming, I think the worst part of it is actually this part. So the types of crimes committed include four deaths in police custody, 62 people killed as a result of police action, 25 reported cases of rape by an officer, and four people raped while in police custody. They need to start facing their charges. No. That is completely unacceptable and it makes... Disgusting. It, it hurts. It hurts. While wearing our uniform. Yeah. While well, 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 we pay them. To protect. Yeah. To protect us. They come rape us instead. Fuckers. Yeah, so, so much for serve and protect. It's rather more like observe and collect. You know, sit on their fat asses and take our money, our daka, our sanity and our lives. Yeah. They do, they kill us, they do, they beat us. Oh, what, last December, wasn't it? December 2019. December 2019 was the elder in Wellington. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, but you know what? And if they say that's 25 rapes that were reported, we also know that only one in nine, and this was like, I looked this up today, today's stats, uh, that it's estimated only one in nine rapes are reported. So the 25 times nine. But I think that, you know, it's all very well us reporting all of this, but I just want to remind everybody that at Fields of Green for All, we are preparing an interdict against the, against the police. And we spoke about it on last week's show, and I think there's a short doing the rounds. You can find it on our YouTube channel. Um, uh, but there's this, there's this possibility of an interdict, a very real possibility of an interdict coming up. So I think with anything in our in our somewhat frustrating country, if we, if we can just seize opportunities to, to work against this. If you've been the victim of police brutality or uh, bribery or whatever it is, or corruption, then don't leave it there, you know? Yeah. Try and do something, whatever, yeah. and never, 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 ever, ever bribe a cop. Yeah. Please never do that. You you know, and I feel like we've been reminding people since 2011 Please. not to bribe the cops. Yeah. And even if the cops got you for speeding or whatever, for not wearing your seatbelt, um, don't bribe him. Take, Take it on the chin. Take it on the chin. You know? Take it on the chin because, yeah. Just like they must pay for it. Don't buy cigarettes or coke or anything. And those money and all that nonsense. And especially when it comes to cannabis, once you pay them once, you have to pay them again yeah. and again and again. They yeah. know where you are. They will come and find you every month. It's their salary. Yeah. You make your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's spoken. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh good, let's all laugh and lighten it all up a bit. <laughs> on to a lighter topic. Yeah. On to um, a lighter topic. <laughs> is Dan on the high five? Waiting yeah. for us? Not yeah. yet? Okay. Cool, no props. Um, I think we're going to go over to shit or lit. Wait, what's the poll again for the evening? Uh, it's a poll. Oh, um, the poll. So have you ever faced off with a dodgy cop? Yes. Uh -huh. Um, and the options for that is more times than I care to remember, once or twice, but even that is too much, or I've never met a bad cop. And we will share the results of that poll at the end of the show. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. And Facebook only, YouTube stopped allowing us yeah. that. Okay. Yes, Facebook only. Shut so, so talk to me. So, Phoenix, Phoenix Water. This is a product that's made by Magic Dragon. Um, they gave it to me uh, over the weekend to, to give it a try. We've got the bong cleaner and we've got the grinder cleaner. You'll see they come in the 
Rasta colors. Of course, of course. I'm not sure if there's a difference in flavor. Uh, flavor. Um, strength or if it's just the Rasta colors because some of you can. So what we're going to do is we're going to give this a try. Apparently the grinder cleaner and the bong cleaner are different recipes. This is 95% alcohol with uh, this is like lemon and things and stuff in there. This is a completely different, it's more of a soap based um, cleaner. So the hot water that you're adding into here just activates and makes it all nice and soapy and, and helps clean off quite pretty quickly. I'm going to be honest, these bongs have been quite dirty for quite a while. Ooh, you can actually see. Ew, that's icky. Ew, look at how icky that is. So it's getting that out. It's, uh, that's nasty. There's some nasty stuff come out of there. Let's get on to bung number two. We can already see that that's not coming off as easily. But again, this is probably, like, this isn't even my bong, I don't think. I don't know where it came from. I don't know if you left this at my house. Uh, please come and collect your bitch. It's dirty. I've tried cleaning it now. Um, so, so yeah, we might have to put in a little bit of uh, rock salt for that as well. It's seeming like it's going to need an abrasive for the older, older stuff. But maybe if you're putting in a freshly dirtied bong where something hasn't been sitting for so long. Oops. You can tell that there's a lot of stuff coming off. Like I say, this is years and years worth of buildup. I'm actually getting, I'm pretty impressed. It needed abrasive for this particular bong. So we've been doing this in the background. We'll probably continue doing that for a little while. But in the meantime, um, I want to get cracking on. Look at how nicely the outside of this is shiny, shiny, shiny. It's beautiful clean, it's just this part. And that's the way that this bomb is built. Inside, eh, mostly clean. For this, for the for the nozzle, the downpipe, um, I'm actually going to try dipping a little cleany vibey thing, this thing, into some of the grinder cleaner. And I do believe that this probably just needs to be soaked, like so where the um, bong cleaner can sit in it. So uh, the last thing we've got to look at, which I have not yet unsealed, is, oops, fuck, is our silicon bong. It still looks pretty dirty there, but that could just be floaters. 
Let's have a look, see. Ew, that's filthy. Okay, that's definitely has there's some ugh in there. Let's do this in such a way as I don't spill all over again. Ew. It cleans silicon really well. Without even having rinsed it yet, look at the difference. You could barely see in there before it was so bad. That is horrific. And that didn't have any abrasive use. This was the soak and the shake method. We are still, we've been shaking this. You can see it's still coming off. Oops. It's already looking much better. So I actually am holding out hope for this bong which is pretty cool. Just some feedback on the bong. This has now been scrubbed out properly, cleaned out properly, which means we can confirm that that's just stained because it is absolutely clean on the inside. And then for the most exciting part, we've been putting some elbow grease into this. Look, look, look at all of that on top. Look at where there was all this other gunk that had been caked on for years. Well, I mean, come on now. That's amazing. Dude, this bong was donated to us because it was too dirty and the oak had tried and tried and tried and could not get it clean. And we've used Phoenix Water Bong Cleaner and coarse salt and some little bit of elbow grease and she's like as good as new wow wow indeed guys if you could have seen in real life how bad that bomb was but would you um <coughs> would you do you think that it's it's worth putting on all that elbow grease I think if it's in a freshly dirtied, you've only been yeah. using the bond for a day or two or a week. Think it's much less. Oh yeah, oh, no, 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 much, much, much easier. I um, okay. so the trick is with all of the the rigs that I cleaned. Um, I put down my bongs and my dab rigs and all of my stuff when my mom got ill and they just everything went into a cupboard. I didn't have time to clean it, fix it, think about it, play with it, nothing. It was just like work, mom, work, mom, work, mom. Right. So that stuff's been sitting for like two years. Ah, okay. okay, so that was it. Need it would have needed elbow grease no matter what I had, uh, product I was using, but I got to say I was pretty impressed. Um, this bond cleaner, I mean it's it's soapy, it's pretty soapy. Yeah. It was I, I found it quite um, hard to wash it off at the end. Uh, you know, I'm trying yeah. to rinse the hands and everything, but it certainly got it shiny. Because um, most of them are like alcohol based, right? Yeah. The grinder cleaner is alcohol based. This is like a 95% alcohol. There's limonene and thingy my bobbies. So how here. do you how do you clean your grinder? So, we got so some with the grinder, yeah, dudes, if you could have seen my nearly 50 minute full length in depth documentary into bomb cleaning that I had to cut down to seven minutes. <laughs> I took the grinders out, but it took the cleaned the grinders up really, really well. The plastic one, not as well. A little bit more scrubbing was needed yeah. with that, but with the metal grinders, it worked like an absolute charm. And that is, you would just soak it directly in this. Uh, you wouldn't have to dilute it. This bottle, you can see it's not filled. It comes yeah. like this because you fill it up with hot water and then it activates the bloody blahs and oh, it makes the bubbles. Okay. Hot. And how much is it? Fifty bucks. 50 bucks if you buy one of uh, together each each it's 80 bucks together and oh, you can okay. get this at magic dragon magic dragon this is their recipe this is their product this is where you can get it from i suppose it's it, not that that much more than just buying alcohol and stuff yourself it's, so you might as well like and it's it, look it's going to leave you everything smelling nice i don't know if anybody wants to open and have a smell yeah because that bong cleaning process i don't know I, myself i'm i'm not a bong chick <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I sincerely missed Charles while doing all of this because Charles is the king of bong cleaning. But while I'm on the, this, I just also, before I forget, I need to say welcome to the affiliate family Magic Dragon. They have signed up and officially part of, of our affiliate family now. So, yay! Welcome!
Oh, and guys, when you if you buy this and you take your empties back, you get five bucks off your next purchase as well. Oh, so they're cool. doing their bit for recycling. And do they have an online shop? They have an online shop, magicdragon.shop. Okay. Um, Magic Dragon Ravonia is probably the one you'll find these the most. Although I'm sure the rest of the franchises will have as well. Okay. And uh, yeah, I think it was pretty lit. Look, I'm, I personally, I'm a big fan of just ISO and salt. It's quick, it's easy. Yeah. But even with those bonds, it would have taken a lot of elbow grease. So, I mean, the results on that one that was uncleanable. And I mean, it affects yeah. the, the taste of your wheat. I mean, ultimately, yeah. you're smoking from a dirty bong, it's going to yeah. taste like yeah. bong. So, yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Respect your weed, respect your bong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder if this is more eco-friendly than ISO and salt. Don't know. That's a very yeah. good question. Thanks. I like, the, I like the idea yeah. that it's got a, a bit of a nice smell because I know when bongs are being cleaned in my kitchen, it's not, it doesn't yeah. smell very nice. So if they've got a little bit of natural terpenes and whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm OCD. It's like daily care. I put my bong in the dishwasher when I turn it on every night. So that looks like raw glass. Well, do you think it was real or do you think it was a Chinese knockoff? Because if that was real glass, that is pretty valuable bong you've got there. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know because it was given to us and, and I know the person I can we've remembered finally who gave it to us. So I'll Probably. find out. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, it would be, if it's not a Chinese knockoff, it would be, yeah, yeah. a nice piece of glass. How would we tell? Bad hmm? spelling? <laughs> <laughs> Send a... Send a picture to the Ruhr Glasses well, uh, website or something mm. and ask them whether the they think this is real. Yeah. Okay. Or put it in the dishwasher and see if it breaks. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. On a good sunny day, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to vote lit. Like, just lit, because lit is... Lit-ish. Yeah, I, I'm not one for using soaps and, and going mad. I, I always have like a 25 litre... No, 25 litre, 2 litre ISO somewhere around the house, so... Four bombs. I'm like, I'm finding it a bit difficult to get excited about bomb cleaners, but I like the branding, so I'll also call mm. it lit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say litish, local product, it's to local clean your product. bombs. Yeah, you can take small the container business, back, small you know. business. Yes, yes. Yep. exactly. It so it's lit. lit yeah, yeah it's lit, it works. It's lit. Comes in red, yellow, and green. It's locally made, it's local economy, uplifting. Let's just, yeah. And Great. Friendly. So, should we go over to Dan or let's yeah. go? Great. Dan is in. Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. Dan. Hey, Dan. Yeah, feels like forever. <laughs> oh, we can't hear. I think you're muted. Oh, there we go. There we go. Stuck at home. Yeah, stuck at home, stuck behind the computer, working on plans. Busy, busy, busy. People are relentless in wanting. Work. They want it now. They don't ever want to wait for anything. So it's quite quite a challenge sometimes. But hey, uh, we got to keep pushing, eh? <laughs> man's got to do what a man's got to do, hey? Yeah. So Dan, yeah, what, what are you what are you busy with? Like, what are this this busyness? Is it kind of big grows, license grows? I mean, could you tell us more about that? Yeah. So it's basically uh, license grows. So guys uh, that want to set up facilities that they are going to be getting licensed to grow in um hopefully you know they obviously still go through the process while i'm there doing my thing um but it's design planning space planning um trying to basically make the rooms and the grow as efficient as possible the architect. i'll just give a bit of a sneak peek there's one of them, as you can see there. Um, that's just a bit of it. Some rooms, wow. lines, lots of oh, lines, nice. lots of drawings, lots of technical stuff. <laughs> and that's basically what I do. And so I'm trying to get some drawings done for the next project. And once that's done, we'll be moving on to the next one and the next one and the next one because they, I can tell you right now that it's not stopping. Um, so where did you fact, learn to do this? Uh, well, geez, that drawing there, uh, AutoCAD, self-taught. I just had the need. I needed to provide my clients with uh, better information and with uh, drawings and with a lot more detail. So the only logical step was to get those kind of drawings to the clients and obviously I could not pay for someone to do it. So I learned how to run, use AutoCAD and do it properly. And then with all the rest of it, it's basically, you know, career. 
Yeah. I've been in a lot of different things that have given me the ability to use my hands and tools and be really technical. So I'm fortunate in that sense that I can build and problem solve on the fly. Yeah. Well, I think here at the Hotbox Show, um, I'm keeping your seat warm, by the way. <laughs> um, Thanks. We're really proud of people like you. I think on this journey over the last years, um, we've met a lot of people in the cannabis community who are like you. Uh, I think of somebody like Werner, who taught himself to be a software engineer, you know, and, and is uh, living a sustainable life on a farm, mm -hmm. but supporting himself with his software engineering, and he calls himself an autodidact. So that's what you are. You're an autodidact. You've taught yourself. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've, always, I've always believed in that uh, you'll never stop learning. So uh, if anything ever comes, to my, comes my way that I don't know about or understand it, I'll always do my most to understand it, and if I'm interested in it, I'll teach myself fully about it as, as much as I possibly can. Yeah. I mean, my next endeavor at the moment is learning uh, trading. So that's another route I'm going to try and go down. We'll see what happens with that. That's amazing because everything's available online as well. So mm. it's like there's no excuse to not teach yourself anything, right? Absolutely. You can go into, there's so many places, Udemy, Courseify, there's so many places that you can go and get courses at such a good rate just to learn the basics and then even if you can't afford them youtube is literally a gold mine with any yeah. kind of information and not even just youtube but internet itself you can find absolutely anything you want if you really want to learn it you can do it go to mit they they give you free courses mm -hmm. from the mit university literally what they teach to the students there are free courses there on molecular biology uh, organic chemistry whatever it is that you'd like to learn about so yeah there's no excuse not to learn something if you want to learn about it and the thing is, with, with, with the whole weed industry, um, you need to go down to like a molecular level and we, we need lots and lots more specialist people in, yeah. in South Africa because we don't want to be importing those skills. Yeah. So uh, it really, I think it's an important thing for people to, to consider that mm. you'll need to put in the hours and teach yourself mm. down to the nitty gritty of so that you can be, you know, the best that you can be in your life kind of thing. It's, mm. And the cannabis mm. industry, and especially under prohibition, I think it taught a lot of people who were, um, who, who loved to smoke weed, it taught people how to teach themselves, yeah. Yeah. and everybody supported each other, and we were all common under the thing of hating the cops, and it, it, we had to be very, very, well, we still need to be really, really careful and keep it down the down low and all of that. So there's so many skills along the way. It's amazing to see, man. Yeah. And for those who battle to self-regulate to learn online, um, there's lovely places like Chiba where you can do your hands-on learning. And yeah, there's you, another like, one. I like learning by physically doing a thing. I yeah. battle to just read and then go. Yeah. Oh, now I'm an expert. Actually, Dan, aren't, aren't you doing some stuff on Chiba, or haven't you, you taught a course? No, not not yet. I'm, okay. I would like to. I mean, I, I mean, I really would like to impart knowledge that I have you know I don't know everything and like Chris J says the more I learn the more I realize how much I don't know so you know I'm always keen to go and you know share information share knowledge and learn from others so yes I could, if, you know Chiba is a definite goal of mine to go there and share knowledge with them and basically learn from them as well so yeah I hope uh, you're listening. Well, yeah well the Chiba guys are coming around on um on Saturday actually they're coming oh, nice. around here on Saturday, so it's going to be nice to see them. And I know that they're always full of, like, new, fresh ideas and involving more people and everything. It's very exciting to work with them. And Shout out, Chiba! Shout Yeah. Great, Dan. I think that's it from our side. Um, thanks so much for Ooh. tuning in and stay safe quarantining. Yeah. 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 Tell yeah. us if you need anything. We'll come and drop it at your gate. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Well, we'll, well, let's hope nothing, nothing serious of it might, don't might be a false flag. Don't yeah. run out of weed. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I've got my numbers. Don't worry. I'll call you guys. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Cheers, guys. Shot down. Bye. Bye. Great, guys. So we're going to be wrapping up the show. And just before we do that, we're going to be hopping over to Instagram. Um, and right now... So instead of this, what we've been doing for the last while is sort of choosing a top five and then just showing you those five and then picking from one of those five. And we're going to veer off that path this week and we're going to...
Should we that is beautiful. tell us when the sound's back and then we'll yeah. just start mouthing? That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that is really what pretty. What we were saying. <laughs> oh, that's a oh, very nice one. That is very frosty. For 20 photography. Yeah, so um, look at the trichome developments on that. Oh, um, wow. Very mm, 420 photography mm. official. Oh, that's yes, um, that's uh, that's uh, what's her name? Oh, that lovely lady. She brought us. She gave us some beautiful prints on 420 yes, photography. Yes, yes. So we far too stupid. Names and stories. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hash, Look, the, the Hashman. You can't possibly go back to the dunk camp. Mr. Hashman's busy um, riding. Uh, riding the bud there. <laughs> <laughs> There, look there. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, the show's not only about um, <laughs> about hating on the cops and moaning about Again, about the laws. <laughs> frosty, frosty, Oof. frosty. Mm. Good old Harry Kane. Very nice. Who's that, Cape Town Grow? Cape Town Grow. Guys, we just all love our weed so much. Oh, those happy wow, faces. Oh, there's somebody with their dab tool. Ooh, Ooh looks like a, 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 a wave of dabs. Yeah. It's uh, it's 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 we love you, brother. Tanky. Nice yeah. one. Swazi wave, he says. Better than the Mexican uh, wave, that's for well, sure. Well, there's a nice big blob of dab there, too. Poor dab, yeah. Medusa. Ooh. Uh, oh, how's it Medusa Deb? We haven't heard from you guys for ages. Just, yeah. Ooh, it's nice to see yeah, the community all up here in pictures. It is. We've missed you guys oh. and we're sorry. We won't do it again. <laughs> yeah, and then other guys jumping on now. Yeah. Oh. That's okay. Wow. That's cool There's guy. Charles with his CPDNN. <laughs> oh, I like that picture next to Charles, yeah. That's gorgeous. Oh, that's pretty. Oh. So now, how are we going to how are we going to choose the winner? Have you whittled, have you whittled it down to five? So Rich chooses the winner today. Okay, so let's look at the five. Hey? But we can vote. I mean, I really love that shadow. So, so from the last one, I love the. Oh, that one's quite. So the guys uh, can't snatch pictures from that's other an original places. picture. Okay. They are. Definitely, that's. There are a very recent five. winners. We yeah. might have to just okay, that we'll would be a shout double out. Check. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yum. Oh, very nice. That blue. Oh, I love that. That's my favorite, actually. It's the one. Mm, this one is not apparently not an original picture. So, Great but it gets a view because it's really pretty. Yeah, it is. For, I mean, it cannot deny creativity. I don't. I don't want to know why the ants want the bug. Like, I don't know how to get them to stay me. like yeah. that around them. Yeah. That's I saw they put water oh. on the water, and they can't go past the water. So is it still taking? So our tradition is that our uh, our presenter chooses the winner. So what have you decided? I'm gonna go for Stink Tinky with his dab wave. Mm. Um, I think that's mm. definitely unique yeah, and looks yeah, delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stink Tinky. I think well Stink Tinky did maybe um, One in uh, March. win. Um, a while ago, but you know what? It doesn't matter. He's a, a, such a, a stalwart supporter of this show. So we'll send you another lucky packet. Cool. Send you a lucky packet. Cool. Yeah. Well you still got to let us know what your your please, your address and your cell phone number and everything for the courier, so that we can send you a lucky packet as soon as possible. Great. Well done. Um, so next, we're going to go on to our weekly calendar. Um, Joe, you want to talk to us about that? I will. I will. So. The first thing we've got coming up is, okay, so first we're going to cover our usuals. Our usuals are Saturdays uh, at the Grumpy Cow Weekend Market at the Borsiaville Country Estate. Um, they've got the beer hall and the jumping castle and the food and the things and the cows and the music. And I've been there a couple the of times and it's, it's really cool. So it's very, very cool. If you cool. have a chance, definitely go. So that's Mulder's Drift area. Um, we've got the joint market, which is the first weekend and the last, first and last Sunday of every month, and I do believe this one coming up is the last one. Um, so then I think that this weekend is, is a Sunday. The big joint, yeah. Pizzas are amazing. Service is amazing. The vibe is amazing. I love hanging out there. And then, because everybody always complains that I only ever tell you what's going on in Joburg, let's talk about Durban for a little bit. The women of weed breaking the stigma. Um, this is going to be on Saturday the 5th of June 
from 11 to 4 at Aces Pizza and Bar in Morningside, Durban. It's 275 per person. You need to book in advance, please, because of restrictions, space, etc. The details are on all the socials. Women of Weed, Louise. Um, the speakers, I'm just going to go over the speakers because she's managed to get some really cool speakers. There's Laura James, owner of Grow Weed Africa Clough, shares how impossible odds set the stage for miracles. Dr. Fatima Hansa, homeopath, elaborates on the medical benefits of THC. Jayshri Parusaruman will uplift you on how to overcome challenges that life throws us. Kirsten Calloway uh, has engaged us with sticks and stones and stigmas, so she's got a whole thing about breaking stigmas. She's got a ward counsellor to come and speak. Ward counsellor Chantal Dubois will share what it is like to be a woman in today's political arena. And then attorney Jen Jane will be clarifying the legal uh, position, the current legal position of cannabis, which is always good, always got ask the questions. So that's what's happening that in the That sounds like such a, such a great event. Who's organised that? That's Louise Maxwell, Louise Maxwell Woman of Weed. Yeah. She's Woman a great, weed. great activist. They're going to yeah. be coming up to Joburg. She's been doing all of her things in Durban, and I will be focusing more on them as well in, in the future. Um, but they're going to be bringing Women of, of Weed up to Joburg in, like, later on in the year. We've also got uh, Women's Month coming up in August. We know that it's still like two months away, but uh, if you're a woman um, and would like to participate in our show and something to do with weed, then uh, give us a shout over the next two months because we're busy compiling a whole, a whole program of things and things with Fields of Green for all. Great. So is that it from the calendar side? That is that is all from the calendar side, yeah. Great, so I hope everyone has been liking, um, sharing and subscribing. Um, and we just need to go to the poll results. Okay, on the group. There we go. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, so first I'll just repeat the question. Have you faced off with a dodgy cop? So 45% have said more times than I care to remember. Mm -hmm. Another 45% have said once or twice, but even that was too much. Yeah. And then only 10%. I've never met a bad cop. People so have actually never met a bad cop. 90% of people in this vote have yeah. interacted yeah. with cops in yeah. a bad way. In a bad, way. bad. Wow. Yeah. And those that claim to be good are bad because they don't say anything about the bad ones. Yeah, yeah but maybe that person lives in a hole in, go in the ground somewhere. <laughs> and yeah. certainly not in any of the bigger towns or, or cities or yeah. anything like not that. Brits. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not Brits. No, yes. definitely. Or not Honeydew Brits. or Rodeport yeah. or, or Nisner. George or Nisner yeah. or any of those hot spots. Yeah, yeah. East Rand. Yeah. Oh, well, good any for you if you've still area. got faith in the cops. Yeah, look, you well, know what, it's nice. Somebody's got to do it. Well, if yeah. you really want to protect the people, start a security company or something. Mm. Yeah. Maybe then you'll, you'll be successful. Mm. But in the police department, no. 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 Yeah, so guys, I think that's it for tonight's show. Thank you very much. Um, I'm Suresh, I was your host. It was a bit nerve-wracking, but we got through it. Um, <laughs> I'm Joe, and I need you to uh, stay safe and choose happy. I'm Myrtle, and I need you to light one up for jewels. I'm Dale, and know your rights. Like, share, subscribe and comment. See you next, next week. week. Cheers.